0: Down to business with Bobby Kerr, brought to you by Bank of
1: Ireland on News Talk. Now I have a special treat for listeners today because I'm here in West Dublin in Dogs Trust Ireland, where Ireland's largest dog welfare charity. Yes, uh, they're in a state of crisis at the moment and I'm here to hear more. I'm delighted to be joined by Susie Carley. She's the Executive Director at the Dogs Trust on the Ashburn Road in Finglas. Susie, you might just tell us a little bit about what we've got going on here.
0: So you're here in Dogs Trust, our rehoming centre in Finglas in Dublin. So we built this rehoming centre in 2005 um, responding to the need for a curative response to the dog welfare crisis in Ireland. We began our work here in 2005 with an education programme and then in 2006 with a neutering programme but we needed to have a physical building where we could rescue, rehabilitate and rehome dogs throughout Ireland. At the time, there was about 16,500 dogs being put to sleep um, every year, so we needed to build a space um, and that's where we are here.
1: And and it is a fabulous facility. So, So how many dogs are here currently and then how many dogs work their way through the system on an annual basis?
0: So currently, we have over two hundred dogs here in our care. Um, we're experiencing a huge volume of people surrendering their dogs, as well as the local authority pounds and the local rescue centres being full. So we are absolutely full to the brim here. We're blessed that we have regional rehoming schemes, so we have hubs throughout Ireland. Um, but we have about two hundred dogs here in our care at okay. the moment.
1: And how does it work in terms of your own funding and your own organisation? Are you a charity? Are you state funded? Are you a bit of both?
0: So we are absolutely blessed to be supported by our donors. We receive no government funding whatsoever. So we rely on the generosity of our donors, um, our sponsors, our corporates to be able to do the work that we do here throughout Ireland.
1: Now, I'm about to join two of your colleagues, uh, Alva and Maciek. Uh, we're going to have a look at at the operation itself. But before I go down there, what, what, what would you say to me? What can I expect to see?
0: You can expect to see the most amazing four-legged friends you'll ever see. There's something about a rescue dog that's magic. I think the people, when they come in sometimes, they think that they're coming to rescue a dog, and they are. But sometimes I would argue who rescues who, because there's something about one particular dog that the way they might look at you, that there's a connection between the two. So you can expect that depending on on the dog, if it's the right time, a connection happens. The dogs are all different types are all different breeds. Some of them are not so good with people. So they may be in one of our our wings towards the back or they may be in a special rehabilitation unit. And then other dogs are happy to meet people and say hello to the visitors that come here every day.
1: Now we're here in what's known as the Remembrance Garden, Uh, we've been joined by Nelson, one of the dogs, and another dog has just joined us, but I'm also going to talk to Alva White here now of the Dogs Trust. Alva, can you explain uh, the Remembrance Garden to our listeners and how it actually works?
2: Yeah Bobby, so the Bremins Garden was set up a couple of years ago for the public to give them an opportunity to come to Dog's Trust and to remember their, their dog that has potentially passed away and um, who's no longer with them because we really do believe that the dog is part of the family. So what you can do here it's open to the public all year round they can come in they can take a seat here on one of our benches they can take time to remember their dog we also have a wired brush um kind of statue a sculpture a sculpture should i say um of a dog which as you can see it's slowly building up its fur so there's little gold tags attached to it so we created a campaign um, so where the public can actually send us in the details of their dog we put their their date of birth or the date they passed, their name on a little gold tag and then actually eventually the entire sculpture will be covered in what will look like for, full of the gold tags as well.
1: Now, uh, Nelson, they say I never work with uh, children or animals. Nelson is here. He's already done his business. We've cleaned it up. No. And uh, uh, we're also joined by uh, Magic, who's the rehoming centre manager. Magic, how are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Now, you better introduce us to these lovely dogs here. Woo! <laughs> One of them's running away with the microphone yeah. uh, on oh,
3: now. The microphone's <laughs> looking for a home, and he's accompanied by Ozzy. Okay. They live together in one kennel. They are best friends, but they can go home together or separately.
1: And when the dogs arrive here, uh, Maciek, what sort of condition are they generally in?
3: Uh, it really varies. Some of them come in very critical conditions a recent girl that was brought uh, to us by a nun was after some severe accident and had to have uh, all the toes amputated on one of the legs, oh, yeah. but also sometimes they come in a very good condition and it, they are just uh, victims of unfortunate circumstances. People have, go through different periods in life and tragedies, have get evicted, get through divorces. Okay. So it's, it doesn't have to be the fault of the dog, sometimes no, life cruel is cruel.
1: Back to you Alva, Um, maybe you might just talk to us about uh, the sort of corporate initiatives around I suppose people welcoming dogs into the workplace, all these things maybe make a difference in terms of you want to see less dogs coming in here, so what would you be saying to I suppose corporate Ireland in relation to accommodating dogs at the workplace?
2: So obviously, Bobby, after the lockdown, uh, which I know everyone's allergic to that word, we you know, we spent two years indoors. We were two years with our dogs. A lot of people got a dog as well at the start of the pandemic. And obviously people might have seen their dog's behaviors changing and um, because they're leaving their home for lo- longer periods of time. They're leaving more often. So we're calling on um, corporations and organizations across Ireland to maybe be a bit more dog friendly. There's so many ways that you can do this. It can be as simple as obviously having a dog friendly office or dog friendly workspaces within the, the building itself. Um, there's other ways that you can do it is isn't through like supporting dogsters financially or um, through toy donations food donations as well we love to, we love to see uh, corporates get involved uh, obviously we have our christmas campaign at the moment where we are calling on corporates to to donate this christmas um, well,
1: i'm glad we got it back i was hoping somebody <laughs> would back
2: but um, but as I said, yeah, there's so many ways that employees can introduce programs into their kind of employee handbook as well. Whether it be small things like if a dog was to pass away of an employee, they might get a day off, a day to grieve, a day to process things as well. It's really hard. You know, there's a lot of people who would find their dogs, you know, they'd see them every day. It's like losing a family member. So we just want people to kind of have that opportunity to, to grieve it as well.
1: Now we've gone back indoors here at the Dogs Trust and we're in uh, the rehoming corridor and I'm delighted to be rejoined by Magic. Uh, Magic, uh, I wanted to maybe describe this for our listeners. So we've got this big, long corridor. You can hear the dogs, some of them barking in the background. Mm-hmm. And all these dogs are beautifully presented in, I suppose, behind glass. And so if I was to arrive here and I wanted to adopt a dog, could I walk down along here and decide maybe I like this guy here? So how does the process work? Uh, yes.
3: So we would invite you to visit the centre. We are open to the public for just browsing the dogs on Fridays, Saturdays, Sundays and Mondays from 1 to 3. You're welcome to walk the corridor, have a look. After that, we will ask you to fill in a rehoming questionnaire so that we can learn a little bit more about you, your lifestyle, working hours, the area you live in, and we can make sure that the match, the dog that you liked or chose will actually suit
1: your circumstances. And, and do, you, do you provide any kind of vetting of me to see that I'm capable of looking after a dog or that I have a knowledge and that I have an environment that would be good for a dog?
3: Yes, so there would be some questions on the home finding questionnaire. Of course, we would discuss the dog with you. We'll tell you all the history that we have on the dog. Frequently, we this is very limited. Frequently, we have strays that we don't have much knowledge about, apart from what we learned in the center here. Uh, We also will ask you to send us the pictures of your garden or do a little video tour of your garden to see if there are any uh, areas that could be insecure and result in the dog escaping.
1: So let's just walk over to Coco here. Um, So uh, here he is, he's in uh, behind, it looks like he's been uh, maybe in a fight or he's got some damage to his ears but he's yeah. a beautiful strong dog uh, what's his breed what would you tell me about him now if I like so to look at him
3: she came girl. to us from a pound she's a big lady with a big personality uh, unfortunately she's a victim of this horrible trend of ca- ear cutting on the dog so that's why they are so short some people like to do it it is nowadays in legal so, fortunately, we won't see many dogs like that yeah. anymore.
1: Now, I'm back to you, Alva, um, I really have enjoyed uh, my tour around the Dogs Trust here. It's great to see all the animals and the wonderful commitment that all of you have here to these beautiful animals. But, you know, if you had a message for our listeners today, coming up to Christmas, what is that message?
2: So we understand that you know Christmas is a really popular time for people to donate to charities and we understand there's so many amazing, incredible charities here in Ireland, but we are calling on individuals and important, most importantly corporations to donate to us this Christmas. Their donation really, truly has such an impact here, as you've seen today, Bobby, and um, as Becky said earlier, we're not government funded, so every cent donated to the centre goes directly to the centre, and so we would love, if any organisation would like to support us this year, they can uh, contact us at www.dogstress.ie, they can email fundraising at dogstrust.ie um, and there's so many different ways they can help so please do get in touch with us
1: well woof woof and thanks a lot okay we'll talk to you all we'll talk to you all again soon
2: thanks Bobby okay
1: Down to Business with Bobby Kerr brought to you
0: by Bank of Ireland Saturday morning at 11 on Talk.